Question for today is, do all men cheat? I know that's the question that a lot of people are asking. A lot of women are asking. Dr. Monica Benjamin Hayes, how you doing? How you doing? Hello. All righty. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> All righty. So we, we, uh, we figured it out. Finally, yes. I, I, think, I, I, I think I'm going to go on a, a, a Facebook training. <laughs> I think Facebook so, right. <laughs> or some sort of a training course or something, you know. We'll train I was and on, learn. Um, yeah, yeah. I went on Google. I tried YouTube. I mean, I couldn't figure it out. So I don't know. I guess I, you can't go live on a business page. I'd love to. I mean, because I, I have a, you know, a, a, mm -hmm. a business page, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't let me. And then I tried it on the computer, and it was a camera issue. And then, you know, it wouldn't connect. I didn't know what was going on. So I said, I, I got no choice. Put it on the phone. But, you know, with the, on the phone, you know, now I got to, you know, keep it on the charger. The computer, I would have no problem. Right. But, um. We're good. All right, all right. It looks like we have some coming on. Uh, we're going to have an interesting conversation today. The topic is do all men cheat we have dr monica hayes on here dr hayes you know if you will you know um, introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are and what you do hi my name is monica hayes i go by dr monica i have a website dr monica's corner and i'm delighted to be here this evening with manny santana i have my doctorate is in education I'm a clinically trained social worker and I'm an educator. I am not a medical doctor, but I've been on this earth a very long time. I've studied lots of things and I write erotica. I have a published book, Pure Pleasure, a collection of erotic interludes. And so I'm happy to join Manny in this conversation tonight. So please bring on the questions, right. comments. Let's do this. All right, all right, all right. See, so you guys heard her. If you have any questions, feel free to, you know, leave a comment, you know, on the chat. Ask me a question or ask Dr. Hayes a question. And we're having, uh, you know, a great conversation. I know that the topic of discussion of last week going into this week has been this whole Derek Jackson scandal. You know, Derek Jackson, he's a self-acclaimed guru and... Um, He's made millions by writing books and doing videos and seminars and stuff like that, telling women, you know, how to find the right guy and telling everyone that, you know, black men don't cheat. He's, he even has like a clothing line that says black men don't cheat. And he's made money off of that. And, you know, he's- And yeah, now this. He, like literally. <laughs> and now this, and that's what makes it horrible. He literally, I, I, I've, I've heard of this clothing line, this whole thing for a while now. I didn't know it was his. You know, uh -huh. I've, I've seen people wearing, you know, these t-shirts, black men don't cheat. And then it was like a popular phrase, but I didn't know it was Derek Jackson that, that started that whole wave. And it's like, oh, man. now he just made all black men, he made us look bad. Like he, like we, we taking an L right now. You know, he made wow. us look bad because he came off like perfect guy. Like, He's just, you know, a one woman type of man. And he was just every woman's well, he's made dream. It, 
You know, he was he's giving made himself food. look bad. He's made himself look bad. Mm -hmm. Not men in general. Yeah. But himself. You know, he talked all this yeah. stuff. And yeah. Now he didn't practice what he preached. You know? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm, it's just that, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of women, they, they're going to, I don't want to say, I'm not, I don't want to say paranoid, but now they're going to have like, they're going to have like an unease, like, okay, they're going to meet a guy like, okay, does he mean what he say? Is he telling the truth? I don't know. Is he just a, 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 a Casanova? Is he just a, a smooth talker? You know? So it's like, that's what makes well, it hard. Now, anyway. now us men, we got to work. No, we yeah. do that anyway. Yeah. We do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because we've all been in circumstances right. where we got hurt. And so we tend to be, mm -hmm. I, I hate to say suspicious, but let's say careful. Mm -hmm. You know, because oh, yeah. nobody likes to be made a fool of or, you know, to get rejected mm -hmm. or to find out the guy you're giving your all to is cheating on you. Nobody wants that. So we mm -hmm. tend to be careful. Yeah, no. You know? Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, what I don't like is a lot of times there's like this notion that, you know, if someone is like being careful, then they're, uh, uh, you know, they have low self-esteem or they, they, uh, um, they're not confident or it's like, come on. It's like, it's called being cautious. You know, yeah. it's like, okay. If, 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 a, if a married couple, right. Two, mm -hmm. uh, two people that married you know, and a lady says, I'm sleeping over such and such house, a guy's house. And it's a single bachelor. No one's there. They're not related. You know, the, the guys are supposed to be okay with that or vice versa. You know, if a guy says, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm spending a weekend. I'm, I'm going on a, 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 a retreat with some girl," you know, and the and his wife is like, "What, what do you, what, what's going on here?" That don't make her like insecure. People like to use the word insecure a lot, but mm. this uncalled experience. People go through things, experiences that makes you second guess makes you more cautious it doesn't mean that you're insecure because nine times out of, out of ten your insecurities are, are actually true right you know what i mean yeah. a lot of times not, women boyfriend is in and it turns out he is cheating well i don't i don't so, like the word insecure in a situation like that i think you're being yeah. smart like you know if if mm -hmm. if the man i'm with says i'm going on a weekend with one woman for what? Mm -hmm. Why? Exactly. I mean, you, you know, mm -hmm. if you're going and it's a group and I know about the group and there are going to be other people around, I, I even then could have second thoughts. Mm -hmm. But you and she? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. The word no. insecure, people, they, they use, they, they, they throw that word around too much. Like, I don't make someone insecure. It's like, hmm. like, let's say, for example, if you know i i walked down the street one day and i got mugged right mm -hmm. now i'm gonna have a paranoia i might not ever walk down that street ever again or my i might not ever walk down a street late at night ever mm -hmm. again that doesn't mean i'm like paranoid and i'm insecure i experienced something that's lingering in the back of my mind i don't ever want to go through that experience again so but you know you see, you see these women they, they're playing up yeah. I think you're making a good point, though. We tend to use, yeah. in everyday speech, bizarre. 
words like that in everyday speech, which mm -hmm. really are more psychiatric terms. But because we've heard mm -hmm. them so often, you know, for you to say, I got mugged on this street, so now I am paranoid. No, I'm careful, I'm scared, you know, mm -hmm. I don't have good feelings. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna be extra careful going mm -hmm. around. That, that's not paranoid. That means you had a bad situation. You know, exactly. but, but people, people will say paranoid because they don't really mm -hmm. know or they don't really understand that term in psychiatric terms. And so we, we in mm -hmm. everyday speech, we talk about being depressed. We talk about being paranoid and bizarre behavior. Bizarre behavior could be odd, could be different but it isn't bizarre mm -hmm. like it would be in psychiatric terms. So I, I just think we have to be more careful about the, t the words we use when we describe what's going on. Definitely. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's a great point you're mm -hmm. making. Yeah. Yeah, because like, like, let's say for example, you see that woman, uh, um, she's, you know, not, I don't wanna say stalking, but she's like, you know, She's like checking up on her husband. She she has a fear that he's cheating with uh, with one of her coworkers, and she might show mm -hmm. up, or she might do this, and you know, or like the 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 TV show Cheaters. When you watch the show Cheaters, they're always right. You know what I mean? <laughs> they always have like an idea, like a significant other is cheating on them, that they hire mm -hmm. a, a team of investigators, and that team of investigators mm -hmm. always find a person cheating. So were they paranoid? Mm -hmm. No, they weren't paranoid. No. They just weren't dumb. They just didn't right. have proof that that right. someone, that their significant other was cheating. They were able to find the proof. Yeah. Bing, bam, boom. They they caught them. So it's like they don't mean that you're paranoid. You, you your, no. your your gut instinct don't lie. You know. Right. Like exactly. whenever you have a gut instinct, right. You nine times out of ten you write about it. So thinking that your significant other is cheating, you ain't paranoid. It's like you you absolutely so write you, about that. But when you think it, when you think it, what do mm -hmm. you do? What do you do? For me personally or, or in general? Well, no, we're having a conversation. So we're, th we're saying yeah, 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 there yeah. are times when a man mm -hmm. or a woman could feel that their person, partner, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, is cheating. What do you do? Mm -hmm. That's the question. You get to I the mean, bottom of it. How? You, you have to get to the bottom. Yeah, but how? Uh, what do you do? See, that's the tough one. See, because you're yeah, saying that, that, that's that a very good question. you're mm -hmm. saying some women start following or they start looking through the husband's phone or things like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that's one way to do it. But, mm -hmm. you know, another way you could say to the person, look, this has happened, that's happened, and this is what I think. And then you pay very close mm -hmm. attention to what they say. Nine times out of 10, they're gonna be very mm -hmm. angry. How could you think that I? Well, because this happened, that happened, and we're at a difficult time now because this is what I think. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then it would be interesting to see where the conversation goes from there. Mm -hmm. You because know, that's a, that's a Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You know, but Does you know what's the worst part? Change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because like they say, 
apology without changed behavior is manipulation. Absolutely. And, and the, 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 the worst part is when someone is cheating and, and they're confronted, they usually deflect it and they gaslight and they make you feel like you was just like crazy for thinking such a thing. Right, exactly. So if they start accusing you, mm -hmm. calling you names, you know, pointing out things for you, that would, that would set off alarm bells for me. Mm -hmm. You know, because you're not saying, I, I'm really sorry that my behavior caused you to feel this way, taking on responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, because either it's true mm -hmm. and we need to talk about it, mm -hmm. or I'm wrong mm -hmm. and we need to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, I'm probably not wrong. Mm -hmm. And so then the conversation needs to get to why did I do it? Mm -hmm which is not an easy conversation for either one it would mm -hmm. seem to me you know um but i think i for myself monica i would prefer to have the conversation and hear whatever it is than to live a lie mm -hmm. uh, you know but that's me so speaking of which you said to have a conversation to find out why why do you think people cheat or you know why why do people stay in a relationship and cheat? Why not just walk away and find somebody else? Why do people string people along and stay with them? Well, I mean, I think I think it's lots of reasons. If if they're married, usually it's because their money is tied up mm -hmm. together. And it would be financially difficult, complicated, somebody would lose if they decide to pull their money apart. Mm -hmm. That's often the reason i mean i've had people talk to me and say you know um my my wife is this or that or the other and, and i enjoy talking to you and i would like to get to know you better and i'm saying you know what i'm i'm a greedy bitch i want it all and if i can't call you when i want to call you and see you when i want to see you then this is this is not good for me mm -hmm. and usually it's well, you know, it's complicated because, well, then you don't need to be talking to me. Mm -hmm. You really don't need to be talking to me. Now, sometimes um, I've heard people say, um, you know, that so the wife or the husband is sick or they're going through a tough time and they just need a place to lay their head and feel good about themselves, somebody that can really do this or that for them my thing from the beginning is whatever it is you're not getting at home that's where you go back to mm -hmm. because home that's your safe place home if it's not happening like you want you have a responsibility to say baby girl i really wish you would whatever it is mm -hmm. i really wish that we could whatever it is and then as a couple we work that out mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I've heard comedians time and time and time again, she's only going to suck my dick on my birthday. <laughs> well, tell, what's, what's up with that? I just, want, I, mean, I just want to point out, Walter Downing just said, this is not a gender-specific issue. Both women and men cheat just as much. Absolutely. Brother, I, get, I, I agree with you 100%, brother, 100%. That's he's right. Be true. He's right because well let's 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 that's a good point. Let's say people cheat mm -hmm. because they aren't getting whatever it is they want 
-hmm. at home. Now, sometimes they aren't getting it because of sickness, illness. Mm -hmm. And if you really care about the person, you love the person, you wait it out. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean, that to me is what a committed relationship is all about. But mm -hmm. if it's just, I really want some more of this or that, or mm -hmm. mm -mm, look at that. Mm -hmm. That's a problem for me because you got that at home. Mm. You know, if if it's, um, I think once you hit midlife and beyond, weight seems to be an issue, aches and pains can be an issue. And so we all know the things that we need to do to work on those things. You know, women go through menopause, men go through their own menopause, you know, and as we talked about last time, in really solid adult mature relationships, mm -hmm. all of those things can be worked on, mm -hmm. but you got to want to do it. Mm -hmm. 100%. I think, I think, especially in today's society, people, people have like communication issues. It's like, yes. so like sometimes like all you had to do was just have a, 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 a conversation and the problem would have been solved. We got another comment here. It's mm -hmm. If people start practicing happy wife, happy life, and did happy spouse, happy house, it would decrease a lot of marital issues that people have, which leads to cheating on both parts. 100%, brother. I agree with you 100%. 100%. It, 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 I think in, in, in society, people make it look like marriage is something that's for the woman or relationship is for the woman it's for the couple it's for both parties but we make it just female centric is we're social but you see we're socialized when you think in terms of the engagement mm -hmm. she gets a ring mm -hmm. you know i've always thought about why don't we get rings what, mm -hmm. what is with you know and so from from the time we're little mm -hmm. You know, she gets this very special, very expensive dress. He mm -hmm. puts on a suit. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the whole issue for me is, and I like what your friend was saying, that this is not gender specific. Mm -hmm. If we could simplify what marriage was about, if we could make it about him and her or the two hims or the two hers, mm -hmm. you know, if we could make it about the couple, I would, I think that would be a major move forward mm -hmm. for everybody but we are socialized little girls are like little dolls and they grow up to be little wives mm -hmm. and it's not good for anybody yeah like uh for example um a couple of days ago this guy you know he he um he commented he said something along the lines where um women have men have to be happy in a relationship as well not women and this girl commented, she said, how do you make a man happy? And I said, and I commented on her, I said, the fact that you had to ask that proves what he said. You, like, and I, like, you should know that men have to be happy as well. How, how are you sitting there wondering how, what makes men happy? And I also said, I said, the same thing that make women happy. We're human beings too. Right. So I, I, think, I think the other problem is this. I've been, I've been telling people this for years. When you think about it, you know, when you're a little boy, right, you're being, you're taught how to be a gentleman and mm -hmm. gentleman is how you treat girls, but being mm -hmm. a lady is how she treats herself. It has nothing to do with how she treats the other boys. A girl, can, right. like I, when I was in elementary school, I, I, I think I was like seven, eight years old. 
And these these girls attacked me and my brother, just playing around, but they attacked me and my brother in the playground. And this principal, the teacher, they didn't care. They're like, you guys are boys, who cares? You know what I mean? But I was just confused. Mm -hmm. I was like, how come they could just punch me and, you know? Mm -hmm. But right. it didn't matter how they treated me. It only mattered how they treat themselves. That's what makes them a lady. You know, like mm -hmm. you telling little girls, hey, you know, walk this way or don't wear this or do that. It's all about mm -hmm. how you treat yourself. It has mm -hmm. to do with how you treat boys so that when, when when girls grow up and they get married, treating a man to them is just have sex, cook, clean, and that's it. As long as you do that, he should be happy. They don't understand that, you know, we're human beings as well. And, you know, we have emotions as well. So you, you have to satisfy a man's happiness. So a lot of times men are cheating. It's because he's not happy in his relationship. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, we have sex. I cook. I clean. What else do you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? I see that a lot. There's women that will say that. I, I seen this video one time. It was in England. And these girls, they had a panel, those guys and girls. And the girls were saying, they said, they were like, look, what 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 do we have to do for a man if we give you sex what the hell else do you want <laughs> you know what i mean so that's that's the perception that a lot of females have but it, you have to go back mm -hmm. when you think about it uh and you and i talked the other night about the bridgerton series yeah, yeah. it was the same thing the young women were not taught about marriage they knew that there was this act Mm -hmm. for the wedding night mm -hmm. we know as little girls coming up that we're going to be ladies we're going to be nice never 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 is there ever a discussion about satisfying a man or keeping him company mm -hmm. sharing things i, I mean it, it's part of the socialization and so i think your point is we have to talk about how to better raise our boys and our girls. Mm -hmm. We learn as girls, I don't care what you do, he should never hit you. But nobody ever says, don't hit him either. Mm -hmm. I mean, because, you know, you're little you, when you can't hurt him. Mm -hmm. But that's wrong. Because sometimes men slap back because they're figuring, hey, she hit me. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not in his head to say, I shouldn't hit her. Even if he feels it, the, the instinct is to hit back. Mm -hmm. We as women need to learn, don't hit unless you want to be hit back. Mm -hmm. Nobody should hit. Nobody. You know, That's and that gets, at, that gets at the communication issue. It just, it just seems to me that if we haven't learned anything, it's that how we socialize our children, male and female, mm -hmm. that's going to be the key to turning this around. Mm -hmm. Because what you're saying is by the time we get dating age, 20s, 30s, 40s, people ha have already become creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. You know, they've yep. been doing what they were trained to do, and it's not good. Mm -hmm. You know, a woman who just, you said, give sex. Yeah, and that's why a lot of women just lie there and take it. Mm -hmm. Because nobody's taught them how they can enjoy too. Yeah. That, that there's pleasure in it giving and receiving. Yeah. And yeah, so true. 
men have to learn about pleasing as women also have to learn. The pleasuring is mutual. Yeah. You read about it. Hey, um, I, I, we have a, Walter Downing is asking some interesting questions. Okay. I think I'm going to add him on here so he can ask you directly. Okay. Walter okay. Downing, uh, let me know. Uh, just comment, uh, Do you? would you like to, to join this live chat so you can, you know, be more vocal? Because I, I like what you're saying and it's very interesting. I, I think it, th these are some conversations that need to be had. Let me know if you want me to 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 add you to you know try to get you on this live chat so you can ask Dr. Hayes these questions. So I'm waiting for him to um are his questions for you too? Um yeah they, 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 they oh. for me as well. Okay so the first thing he said was this is why you can look it up and see no domestic violence shelters for men but hundreds for women. I know abused men who oh he says I oh, do he, he's at work he can't do it. Oh uh, okay okay Okay. He said, uh, hundreds of women, I, I know abused men who didn't see a way out of a toxic marriage and just started cheating. Not that it's right, but dot, dot, dot. And he also said, so as a community, how do we change this? It is hard to keep, to keep up with how the media teaches. Well, I think it's hard to keep up, not just with the media. The media repeats what we tell them. So I think it gets back mm. to what we do. Mm. But I, I hear what he's saying about shelters for men. It's very difficult for a man to say, she is battering me. Our society mm. doesn't, mm -hmm. doesn't hear that. So a man who's brave enough mm -hmm. to get up and say it, we need to support those men. We need to make this conversation mm. talkable because we think of men, yeah. men, men beating up on men. We don't think of women beating up on men. And so the same, mm -hmm. the same dynamics to, to help a woman get the courage to leave and have a safe place to go, we need to make sure that in our communities, we offer similar havens for the men who would need that. It's like, mm -hmm. We do rape services for women. Men have been raped. We don't really offer, at least mm -hmm. not that I'm aware of publicly, we don't offer similar services for men. And, and so I think, mm. I, I think your guy is, is making a really good point of sexism works both ways. Marian. It works it both does. ways. And it we're does. not I, doing a good job. Yeah, I, 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 Mm -hmm. It does work both ways. And it's interesting he said that. He said um, that, you know, a lot of men who, you know, been abused and didn't see a way out of a toxic marriage and just started cheating. That's actually very interesting. Because, see, the thing is this. Uh, I'm sitting there wondering, like, I can have some guy friends that are going through some sort of abuse or something like that, and I would never know. Right. You know, but a woman, you know, she's being abused. She'll tell her friends, and they'll, they'll find a solution. But I'm sitting there like, man, do I have any guy friends that are going through some messed up shit right now that need a, right. you know what I mean? But because as a man, you're that, socialized think, to suffer mm -hmm. silently. Because yep. as a man, you're no, supposed to be able to fight it, fix it, you know, walk away from it. Yep. And, it and you might say, mm -hmm. I want to leave, but I love her. Because there's mm -hmm. some draw. You remember who she used to be. 
And and yep. what you're saying is yep. that we're not supporting the men that are going through that stuff. No, we need to. You're right. We need to. Like I tell people all the time, you know, the way I look at it, I'm, I'm very philosophical when I, you know, talk about dating and stuff like that. But male sexism is treating women as if they're sexually or physically inferior but female sexism is treating men as if we're emotionally or mentally irrelevant so uh, you know is the inferiority aspect and the irrelevant aspect a lot of women they don't care how a man feels what he thinks what he's going through that's irrelevant so i, I don't I think, think i don't know that yeah. it's that women don't care about how a man feels i think insensitive women could be that way because they don't know mm -hmm. because they've not been taught they when we sit around as yeah. a bunch of women talking about men it's not about how sensitive the guys are that's not mm -hmm. what we talk about so a man who is thoughtful and sensitive and helpful is considered rare. So if a woman yeah. has a, a boyfriend or a husband or whatever, and she's talking about him that way, everybody's jealous of her because she has somebody mm. that brings these things to the table, so to speak. But it's mm. not expected that a man is going to be that way. Yeah. So I think hmm. the, the, the point that you're making and that your friend is making is that we have to be do differently about this. We have to recognize mm -hmm. that the, I don't want to say the feminine side of men, but I think that's what it is. We have to understand that men, have mean, soft okay. side, you know, and, and mm -hmm. to nurture that we have to nurture that. No, no, I think so. Like the way I look at it, I tell people all the time, like if if we were, let's say I'm helping you move, right? And mm -hmm. we're bringing a couch up the steps. If you're lifting your end of the couch and I'm not lifting my end of the couch, the couch Ooh. isn't going anywhere. No. You know what I'm saying? And I could get so hurt. So <laughs> we're, we're focusing on, yeah, exactly. We're focusing on fixing female issues but we're not focusing on fixing male issues they work hand in hand you have to talk about both that's the only way yes. for us to progress as a society that's, that's the way i look at it that's why i, I, I agree. i'm not one-sided at all I, I i fight for male issues i fight for female issues as well i i mm -hmm. I, I fight for both because dynamic we're all human and it's like for example when i was a kid you know i have a little sister she's eight years younger than me and ever since I was a kid, the way my I was raised, my parents would like, you know, uh, um, treat a woman the way you'd want a boy to treat your sister, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but I heard anyone say that to their daughter: treat men the way you'd want women to treat your your brother. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, I think it's it's important for people to to treat people with respect and understand that we're all human beings. I think right. people, they tend to forget because again, I, 
the problem is in society we act as if all men are alpha males and all women are omega females you know what i mean there mm -hmm. are there are alpha females as well and yes. people tend to disregard alpha females they are alpha mm -hmm. females all day like the more alpha you are, the more of a sexual appetite you have so that's why it's like people act as if the cardi b's and all these people they're they're, they're you know people are like taken back by it but there's nothing wrong with that she's just an alpha female we can't act mm -hmm. as if all women are omega females the same way we can't act like all men are alpha males there are some men who don't have high sexual appetites the more omega you are the less of a sexual appetite you are the, you have the more emotional you are so i think there's alphas and there's omegas on both men and women but we're just looking at the alpha males and the omega females and that's that's where the the miscommunication comes in but I, but i don't think it's just about sex i think it has to do with inner personal strength. I think that the mm -hmm. alphas are strong intellectually, emotionally. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a sex only issue. I think that um, oh, no, no, sometimes no, a, no, very strong yeah, just women. Sex. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, I think, I, I think one of the issues that women, particularly in the workplace have, is that strong women are branded as aggressive mm -hmm. when it's no, not it's necessarily not yeah. it's, it's more assertive they can stick up for themselves they have a voice they're not yeah. concerned about expressing their opinion mm -hmm. um, a man on the other hand doing mm -hmm. the same thing is oh he's strong and he's intelligent and you know he's a go-to guy mm -hmm. and see all of yeah. that complicates the relationship when you put those two together Mm -hmm. You put Definitely. those two strong people together and, you know, in my mind, that's what I'm looking for. I want somebody strong like me. I don't want somebody that says, yes, honey, mm -hmm. whatever you want. Okay, honey, we're going to do whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> Boring as hell. I don't want that. You yeah. know, I, I want the, yeah, yeah. the, the, I don't, I don't know what the word, maybe it's the tension. It's, it's the the challenge even you know that we're going to have a mm. conversation and we may not necessarily agree but that's okay mm. you know i mean mm -hmm. we both have opinions and we we work out whatever it is till we get to a decision but i think your point goes mm. back to when we have kids starting from children mm -hmm. we, we have to do better at working at diffusing this gender business that we have that boys do this and girls mm -hmm. do that when in fact people do and if we could have yeah. a generation of kids coming up knowing their people likes mm -hmm. and dislikes and and hurt feelings and the whole bit i, I think we'd be better off mm -hmm. it's just i think Definitely. we as grown-ups we as grown-ups need to do that too Mm -hmm. something about sports so we have mm -hmm. I don't so know okay what, so he says why do, what was that there was something i saw about sports i didn't know what was said one of your comments okay well i see here okay well, this comment says why do people have an appetite for the cheating person 
I do relationship ministry and run into that a lot. People's desires driven by the superficial and insecurities, maybe, question mark. I'm not sure I understood the question. Why do people have an appetite for the cheater? Is that yeah, what he for, said? for the person, yeah. Yeah. Appetite. The, the, okay, this is why I think what he does that means. Mean? I, 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 okay, what I think he's trying to say is a lot of people, they're attracted to someone who's mistreating them. Or like someone is like your your significant other's cheating on you, and and you're still chasing after them and trying to get them to change, trying to get them to stop. Um, and people are driven by superficial insecurities. Like like let's say if 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 I'm this attractive, dominant, powerful alpha male, and I'm and I cheat on my wife, she might not leave for superficial reasons. I'm a powerful, successful man. I have money, the whole nine yards. I mean, just look at Derek Jackson. Why didn't his wife leave? She, mm -hmm. You have a whole scandal, the whole country is talking about, and, and you're not leaving. And he said, you're fighting for it, you're staying, you're staying by his side. So I think that's what Walter Downing is trying to say. Um, so if I'm, well, if I'm wrong about what you said, you know, correct me if I'm Does he agree with you? Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for him to reply and... Oh, okay. And I see what you said about the sports. She's right. It's not about being strong, but being able to bond and grow. Just look at sports. There are a lot of strong players on losing teams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that idea. You know, I think that I think people stay with a cheater for a lot of mm. reasons. Sometimes it's money. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about mm -hmm. uh, Cook Johnson stayed with Magic. Um, different ones mm -hmm. because they have money, you know, and they mm -hmm. know that they're going to be taken care of. If you're the average Jane and Joe, mm -hmm. you may stay because you want to be with somebody. And if you leave, it means you start all over again. You got to go through the finding mm -hmm. and nurturing and cultivating and all that. And I, I think that sometimes people don't want to do that, but Mm -hmm. To me, if I catch you and you're cheating, that destroys the trust that I have. Because if you're willing mm -hmm. to lay with somebody else and come back to me, what you bringing me? Mm -hmm. I, 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 mm, no, I, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be with that person because the whole trust factor is gone for me. You know, um, mm -hmm. but I do think, I do think that there are times when people stay because they want to be a part of something. They don't want to say, we broke up. They don't want to say, he mm. was cheating and so I left. Because the question becomes, mm. well, why was he cheating on you? Mm. He puts it back on the, on the person. You see what I'm saying? But but this is the thing. But people are gonna say why why was he cheating on you? But they're also gonna say why are you staying with him? They're, it's like they're okay to answer that question, but not right. okay with answering the question of why he cheated. Why he cheated? It can simply mean because he just doesn't have morals. He don't have characters. A, a wise man told right. me when I was younger. I was like. 18 he said there's only two reasons why people cheat either they have a lack of morals or they have a lack of interest in you that's it it's not rocket science someone cheat right. on you sometimes people cheat no matter how good everything is going they just 
that you know they just don't have like a threshold no they they you know what i mean they have an addiction or whatever the case may be sometimes people they cheat on you because they lost interest like let's say uh uh, uh, you'll see these movies uh, um like the tyler perry movie uh, um temptation she was cheating on uh, on the guy because he was working hard all day. She he wasn't giving her attention. He wasn't turning her on, and she was just getting bored. And she found you know the attractive guy at her job that was like, you know he 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 brought out Paying an erotic out of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the husband was coming home, going straight to bed. So she had an affair. She was cheating on him. So it's like there's only two reasons why people cheat. It's either they don't have a, they have a lack of interest in you. Or it don't matter who they're with, they're going to cheat no matter what, regardless, because that's just who they are as a person. So it's just that simple. Women should be able to wait. Like, if that man was cheating on you, maybe that's just what he does. He cheats on everybody. You know what I mean? It's not just, it has nothing to do with you. She doesn't have to feel bad about herself. There's something wrong with him. He probably cheated on every person that he's been with. Mm. You know what I mean? And And I see that a lot. I see, like, a lot of times, women, they'll date a man, right? When she was in dating him, he was sleeping around with other women. So what made you think it was gonna change he was gonna once it got into a relationship? Right. But he already told see, you it was. But but we tend to say I can change him. I can be the one yeah. that will change him, which is misguided, you know, but misguided. I, I know it never I know never lots of people that do it. And and it's a mistake, you know, when mm-hmm. um it is Maya Angelou, when people show you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say, yep. well, I'll, I'll, I'll get him to stop doing whatever it is. Hell no, that's not going to happen. People are who they mm-hmm. are, you know, and they are who they are. it's difficult because you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. But see, that, but see, that's the problem. Like, what I've noticed, I mean, people want what other people want. So the the, pro- the reason why a lot of men cheat, so to speak, is because it's easier for the cheaters to get in a relationship than the non-cheaters. Because the cheater is, you know, has a, is already a ladies' man. He has all these women around him. So women are always going to want him because of the fact that he has a lot of women. But the other guy who's not a cheater, he's not good with the ladies. You know, he can't even, I mean, it's like, if I have $100,000, guess what? I'm going to turn it into a million dollars. But if you only have $10, I don't think you're going to turn $10 <laughs> into a million dollars. If I already right. have money, I'm just going to make more money from it. Money makes more money. So mm-hmm. having women only gets you more women. And the only way to get women is to have women. Because other than that, women are not going to take you seriously. Like, for example, if I go to a club right now, I can go there by myself and none of the girls are going to check me out, right? But if I go there the next week and I go there with an attractive woman, all the girls are going to be checking me out now. They're going to be like, no, who is this guy? And they might try to make a pass at me, even with her there, or she goes to the bathroom, or whatever the case may be. Just the fact that they seen me with another woman, now that raises an interest. It's like a social proof. It's like, okay, he must be worth it if she sees worth in him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I wow. think that that's, that's, that's part of the problem. Wow. It's okay, like, this is the way I look at it. it the, the, like, to get into a relationship as a man, it doesn't require having good intentions. It just requires having skill, knowledge, and experience. That's it. I could be the worst guy in the world. I could be the biggest womanizer. As long as I know how to talk to girls, as long as I know what to do, how to do it, when to do it, 
I can I can get any girl I want. It doesn't matter if I have good intentions or not. But this guy over here can have the best intentions. But if he doesn't know how to talk to women, it, his intentions means absolutely nothing. I mean, just like they say, women date who they want, men date who they can. So that guy right there, he might want her, but if he can't get her, he's not gonna have her. It don't matter how much he wants her. You know what I mean? This guy right here might not want her that much, but guess what? He has more experience than him. He has more skill than him. He has more game than him. So he's gonna get her, even if he has bad intentions. And the thing is, a lot of women, they, they don't they don't look at the intentions. They they look at the skill. Like, oh, I like what he said. Oh, you know, he he's you know he swept her off her feet. Like for example, you'll see like a, a sitcom, right? A romantic sitcom. The the girl will be sitting there in the beauty salon talking to her, her um girlfriends and talk about she met this guy. And what is she gonna say about him? Nothing about how good of a person he is. It's just how much he he uh she's interested in him. How much he's attract she's attracted to him. And that's the only thing that she's gonna be talking about. You know what I mean? Like beauty salon show, like girlfriend. I just met this guy. He did this that. But it's like okay, is he a, is he a good person? Is that she can't tell you any of that. She only thing she can tell you is that he was six foot four, masculine, chocolate drives a nice car, has a nice job, and was smooth. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the problem. But you have this very generalized sense about men and women, as if all of us mm -hmm. do the same things. I mean, it's almost like oh, no, you're no, saying, saying well, but you are, you're saying women are superficial, yeah, yeah. that we're not interested in oh, no, a good I man. I mean, that's what yeah, you yeah. said. No, no, no. Okay, right? so, okay, so let, let me let me let me reiterate. Let me clean let me, it let up. Me correct clean it myself. up. Okay. Clean it up. <laughs> I'm gonna clean it up. Yeah. Let's say, okay. If 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 I meet someone for the first time, mm -hmm. there's no way for them to know who I am and what I have to offer. The only thing that will cause a a progression is the interest. So if two guys meet a girl, right? at the bar and they both get her number there's no way for her to know okay he's a better guy the only thing she knows is she's more attracted to him so he's going to get a call back from her when he calls she will answer the phone it's not about being superficial it's just you know it's but like what the about initial the two, but like, man, okay, like, what about the two guys the two yeah. guys talked to her mm -hmm. and each one gave the number they don't know about her inner workings. Mm -hmm. They only know what they see, no. which is the same thing. Th no, that's exactly the point. Yeah, no, exactly. That was, that was my next point. That was like, that was oh, okay. Yeah, like if 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 I if I go if I go to a bar and I see two girls, and she's more attractive, I'll probably go for her because I'm more attracted to her, or I find right. her more attractive. She might be the better woman, but there's no way for me to know that. So I'm gonna end up going for her comes to find out she's a horrible person but i didn't know that there was no way for me to know that only thing i saw was i liked what i saw i found her attractive so i decided to go for her so it's the same thing for, for men and women it's just you know so, men go for who we find women go for who so they are attracted what to, would you so you know? so what's the lesson here then what's the lesson we both said people mm -hmm. tend to go to the one that they're attracted to mm -hmm. before they know 
if there's anything decent at the core of this person. Yeah. And we've said men do it and women do it. Mm -hmm. So what's the lesson? The I think the lesson is people have to um I, I, like I'm a strong believer in being friends with someone first. Mm -hmm. I think relationships work best when when two people are friends. So I think the mm -hmm. most important thing is to build friendship because when you're friends with someone, they're not pretending to be someone else. Like if, right, I'm if I'm okay, just passing over. Okay, but I'm going to push you a minute. I'm going to push you a minute. You're going to be yeah. friends with the one you're attracted to because you're not going to mm -hmm. pay attention to the oh. other one. Right? Okay, okay. No, no, no. Okay, I see what you No, no, I like so, that. I like what you said. That's a good, very good. So like, what's, okay, what do what we do? We have to do something that's different now. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. What? Okay, so in a social setting, like, I don't want to say work because I don't, I don't, I don't like to date at work. But let's just say work, just, just for an example. Mm -hmm. If there's two women at work, right? I'm attracted. Mm -hmm. I'm more attracted to this one than I am to that one. But because I work with them, I have a, a chance of getting to know both of them. So after right. I get to know both of them, if I decide to go for the more attractive one, even though I see that okay, this one she's, you know, I'm more compatible with her. That's on me. I'm the shy. Right. I'm the immature one. Right. So, but going out to a bar or whatever, and I meet two people for the first time, I don't know neither one of them from the from a hole in the wall. It, it's hard to decipher. There's no way for me. I, it, it's like it's like if I if I I got a penny right here. So it's like okay, which hand do I have the penny in? You know, what I'm saying? right? Left hand. But how are you supposed to know? You might say the right hand. There's no way for you to know. Exactly. But if you if you building a friendship with people in general, like a social setting, an ambiance, mm -hmm. some sort of a group, of, I don't know, some sort of a program, organization that you're part of, whatever the case may be, and there are some eligible bachelors or eligible bachelorettes, and you're getting to know everyone, mm -hmm. and you still choose the person that you're more attracted to, then you're definitely shallow. So I think it's very important for people to build friendships with people and date within their circle their ambiance because then you get to know people for who they are because you meet some guy right. in the club, he could pretend to be anybody right he could be married and and all type of stuff he could be living a double life he could be doing all type of stuff and there's no way for you to know but you working with someone or you went to school with someone you grew up with someone whatever the case may be you get to know them for them because no, so take like, it back to the bar though yeah you didn't go to school with them you don't work with them yeah this is a stranger mm -hmm. how does that work that's 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 the point that's the problem it's usually not gonna <laughs> you're always get people are just shallow not like on the front end people are gonna be more shallow on the back end you know if you're shallow on the back end that that's then you're shallow but being shallow on the front end man or woman i don't see nothing wrong with that like if i if i go to a you know a, a a bar right now and there's this guy he's much taller than me or whatever the case may be he's much more attractive and if she chooses him over me i can't get mad at that you know that's just her nature mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. there's nothing but wrong if, with that but if you're writing right and you're going to write a book about relationships what is your message mm -hmm. to your readers based on what you're saying is what you think about this. I There's think this people have to get to know. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I think, so th this is a problem, right? And, you know, I, I was watching the live stream. And there's this, um, this other 
Derek Jackson kind of guy, but he's like he's legit and dirty. Like he actually tells the truth. He don't just says all this nonsense. And then he said he said um a lot of you know quote unquote nice guys they just don't know how to attract women. You know it's like if I'm if if, if I'm a good person right or I have good qualities, I still have to understand the art of attraction. Mm-hmm. I can't just sit there and sell a woman on. Hey, I, I go to church every Sunday, and you know I was, you know, magna cum laude, and and you know I'm 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 a volunteer at at the, you know, the pet <laughs> organization, Wildlife for Humanity, or whatever. I, I can't just try to sell you on on these features, and that's what a lot of these quote unquote nice guys do. They try to sell who they are as a person instead of selling like the attraction first. But that's what an alpha male understands. The alpha male isn't going to try to win your heart first. He's going to try to win your mind first. He's going to seduce you. But the nice you. guy tries to win. He's going to seduce you. That's what he does. He's going to flirt. He's going to get you interested. And then after that, then you're going to try to figure out who he is. So I think, I mean, it's the same way for women. Like my sister, she talks about it all the time. She says a lot of like church girls, mm-hmm. they don't wear makeup. They don't dress you know, feminine, they just dress very plain, very bland, and they wonder why men are approaching them. Okay, you might cook and clean and be submissive and don't cheat and, and this, that, and the third, but I still have to like what I see. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? So it's yes. the same thing for a woman. You, so the woman still have to like how she feels. Like, I can't be this guy and I'm just saying, I'm just a great guy, but I'm a pushover. Being a great guy doesn't mean nothing if I'm a pushover. She's not going to be interested. So I have to, I still have to have the confidence and and the sex appeal or whatever the case may be. I still have to know how to talk, how to how to move, mm-hmm. how to, you know, because mm-hmm. the alpha male know how to do or the bad boy know how to do that. So as a nice guy, you got to know how to do that too. And as a mm-hmm. virtuous woman, a submissive woman, whatever the case may be, you, you also have to, I'm not saying you got to, wear all all the cleavage out and wear skanky clothes or anything i'm not saying that but you still have to god bless you with curves you know what i'm saying god created the (laughs) the, the female body you can't right you gotta you gotta be able to express it there's nothing wrong with hugging your curves and being comfortable with the skin that you're in and a lot of these like church girls they don't do that because they don't want to you know come off like you know provocative and they you know they want to show that they're christian it's like come on you you, you gotta you gotta have attraction as well it, it okay works so where do those lessons get learned because the church isn't going to teach um them that, right the church it, isn't going to say it's not no and mama and daddy probably not going to say that either that's mm-hmm. it's the socialization it's how we socialize yep. young men and young women we teach them the wrong things and then we put them out there and expect them to you know make it on their own i guess and and yep. it takes years to figure yep. it out it does a lot of people I, like experience is the best teacher but after all those years of experience you might have years of heartbreak as well exactly you know so it, I, I think it's a lot of these, like both guys and girls, you, you're going to get the picture eventually. You're going to learn from your mistakes eventually. But it's like someone ha- should have taught you that before. So it starts by changing this whole perception of, of how we view men and how we how we view women. I think it, it starts is, by changing that. So that's the subject of your book. 
right? Um, well, it's that, but it's well, I, I, it's a series. But my the first part of the series is more about the balance of power. Um, you know, like for example, if if I'm if I'm some emotionless alpha male, I don't you know fall in love easily. I don't you know. I don't, I'm not a pushover I'm, and I'm not pushy, I'm not needy. I will always be able to keep a woman interested and attracted to me. But so, you see, you're starting from that, that, when the man is finished. You're starting from when he's finished. Mm -hmm. As opposed to when, well, if you're talking about an alpha male, he's, he's, he's an mm -hmm. adult. So you're starting with mm -hmm. adulthood I think what we're coming mm -hmm. to from these conversations is starting earlier on so that we develop mm -hmm. more well-rounded men and women. Yes, 100%, 100%, 100%. I, I, think, I think people have to understand manhood is not just masculinity, it's maturity as well. Mm -hmm. Like to be a man, it doesn't mean that you're the, the big tough guy, it means that you're a responsible human being as well. Because masculinity doesn't woman. raise kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, same yeah, for a woman. You know, so again, yeah. going back to what we're talking about is that somehow we have to come up with a way to change mm -hmm. the paradigm of how we raise children. What is it that we teach them? And then we send them to church. Mm -hmm. And what does church teach them? And then they go out into the world. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, the messages are mixed. The messages it, it, are mixed. It is mixed. mixed. It definitely You know? Yeah. And, I, I, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if yeah, you're going to yeah. say People's to a woman, your job is to make babies. Don't you need to teach them how to do that? And is sex <laughs> only for making babies? No. no. That's what the church tells you. you okay. So again, <laughs> with the messaging, you know, you go to the minister when you say, you know, my, my marriage is falling apart. And, you know, I, I'm just saying the messages we get at the different stages in life aren't always in our best interest. We teach women, mm -hmm. we teach men about making babies, but we don't teach them the art of it. Mm -hmm. And we, if you focus mm -hmm. just on babies, what about the newlyweds who need some time to get to know each other and know what it means to be married before they stop having children, right? Mm -hmm. if you don't wanna get married and start mm -hmm. no. having babies right away. And then if you mm -hmm. don't know all of the different roles that sex can play, when the bad times come, when sickness comes, when the headache comes, when the bad knee happens, yeah. folks haven't learned how to work around all that stuff. Cause you know, mm -hmm. nobody taught them how. Mm-hmm. I just, I just think we, we have a another. Okay.
No, I'm sorry, good. I'm sorry. I thought you said you had a question. No, no, I said, yeah, we have a comment, but I, I didn't mean to Go cut ahead. you off. That's okay. Uh, That's okay. Okay, okay. What's the oh, comment? Okay, so Sam says, he says, cheating is not a reason to leave as a woman. What's what are you gonna get that's better in the open market depending on your age and have kids this generation full of people pumping and dumping swipe right swipe left especially if you're with a man that is an alpha and has income to back it up if you leave more than likely you're going to end up dating broke men or men making less than the man you had a, a, a prior so why leave? This is the thinking of Derek's wife. I believe, LOL, where your options make the best choice for you as a woman. What do you what do you what do you think? Do you think women should stay with a man that cheats because she's not gonna get anything better, especially if he's a you, you you really don't wanna know what I think about what the brother said. <laughs> oh boy, Sam, you done messed up, man. You you, you really up. think about what he said. Stay with the cheater because mm -hmm. you can't get better elsewhere. Come on. What kind of advice is I, that? I personally I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that, Sam. Um okay, so he I said mean, something else. In order Yeah. In order to create more finished men and Wait, no, okay. In order to cheat, more finished men, I don't know, men, women need to get married and be with men that love them more so they can be an example for their kids and, and they too will make better decisions in dating next generation. It's on the woman, not the men, to get their mind right because nothing can happen unless the woman allows men that actually wants them to be with them instead of being with men that they want more. Okay, I, uh, I, I see I see what he's saying. So so Dr. Hayes, what what do you uh do you do you care to uh comment on that or is no, that, so, that I, I'm not even I don't sure if I know what he's saying. I mean I think okay. well the first one basically said stay with somebody to have somebody even if they're cheating because if you're out there on the open market you may get nobody which says don't worry about self-respect don't worry mm -hmm. about looking out for yourself and and i i could never agree with that ever i think if you're with yeah, someone I, I don't do that because yeah oh my God, you don't what now no go ahead you don't what no 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 yeah, I said, I, I don't agree with that because, you know, it's, it's like, for example, when I was in high school, a teacher told me he known somebody that was making a whole lot of money, but he always wanted to, it was like a silly job, like, uh, I don't know, I think he wanted, he, he wanted to build saxophones or something like that. Mm -hmm. He always had a passion for that, but he was like an engineer or, you know, he was making like six figures, but he absolutely mm -hmm. hated his job. So one day he quit his job and started to manufacture saxophones or instruments or whatever it was but he absolutely loved it even though he was making less money you still win you know even if you're making less money the fact that you're happier means that you win so if exactly. Derek jackson's wife if she leaves him for a man that makes less money if he treats her better better she still wins absolutely 
That's, Absolutely. That's I, I mean, you don't put a price tag on happiness in my to my mind because mm -hmm. if you're with the guy, let's face it, if she stays with him and everybody knows that he was running around, where's her self-respect? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People are going to feel sorry for her. They're going to mm -hmm. question her. And how does he repair the damage done? Is he going to promise never to do it again mm -hmm. until they catch him the next time? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't, I just, I think we, we, we tend to feel as women that we shouldn't be alone. But I think mm -hmm. it's better to be alone than with someone who isn't treating mm -hmm. you well, someone who isn't caring about you, 100%. someone who isn't respecting you. I think it's difficult mm -hmm. because everybody wants to be with somebody, but mm -hmm. I, Self-respect for me, I'll just speak for myself. Self-respect for me is, is mm -hmm. primary. If I don't feel good about me and mm -hmm. what I'm doing, then that's on me. And I think sometimes mm -hmm. women want to be Mrs. Somebody. And so they stay. Mm -hmm. And if that's the mm -hmm. choice they make, then they need to understand what staying is going to be and make that work for them. Don't suffer in silence. Make it, mm. you know, make it work somehow. I I just mm -hmm. I don't know. No, I mean I, I agree with you 100. percent Um, I, I think again it's because the way women are nurtured. You know, as a child, you know, she's looking forward to a to a wedding day, right? She's only yep. so it's like she's all like excited she wants to get married she feels as though that completes her as a person as a mm -hmm. woman that that it's a sign of her femininity of her womanhood by being married you know the women are there's a, there's even a tv show called bridezilla i mean these women are rushing to the altar and they'll do anything they just to get you know what i mean just to get that wedding ring it's like it's like a a a a, a badge of honor it's like a you know what I mean? It's like it's like something sacred to them, but it's like you have to look at your mental health first. If that means you, that you don't get married until you're 35, that's fine. But do you think women, it seems to me that sometimes your examples talk about women like it's 1950. The old stereotypes <laughs> about what women want. I don't know that today's women yeah, yeah. feel the same way. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, women are getting... Yeah, these, women these are getting married later in life, you know, because they want to get yeah. uh, stable in their careers and all that. It used to be that you got married yeah. early, you had your babies early. Nowadays, you could be 35, 40, 42, 43, still mm -hmm. having babies, you know. Yeah. Back in the day, you, like you didn't do that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. Science has mm -hmm. helped us. I think, you know, our society, our, our, we know much more than we used to about how long you can do it. I mean, and again, for me, my mission right now is to help older women realize that the good stuff is still possible. You can do whatever mm -hmm. it is you want to do, but you got to have this going for you 
to let you know it's possible. If you say, well, I'm mm -hmm. 60 this or whatever, and you say, well, you know, we can't do that anymore. Who says? Good sex can be yeah. regardless <laughs> of your age. I mean, I'm, I'm here to tell you, mm -hmm. regardless of your age, it's the most <laughs> sensuous part of you is right up here. If you got this right, yeah. the rest of it will follow. I promise. <laughs> I like that. Don't listen and take notes. Dr. Hayes but it's true. But it's true. And I think, again, I love what you talk about when we talk about being socialized, because we're socialized to believe that once we get to a certain age, it's over. But it isn't. Mm -hmm. It isn't. You know, the energy is different. And sometimes the sometimes the passion level is different. Sometimes the aches and pains are that you can work around all of that if you want to. That's what pillows are for. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so Sam, Sam is still, he said, but women don't date down, LOL. They date up. Women don't downgrade. They want to get married later, but there aren't. Women are waiting later to get married, but men who have uh, men who have money don't marry older women; they marry young women. What do you think about that? Again, with the generalizations, I think there are some men with money who are looking for baby factories, and so they tend to marry younger women. Some mature men who are settled are looking for mature women who are settled, who may mm -hmm. have one or two children instead of three or four. I, 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 I worry mm -hmm. about these generalizations as if to say, if you're a, yeah. a, an established man, you're looking for somebody 20 something. I don't think that's true in every case. A, a man I mean, who me is yeah. a midlife man who is looking for a 20 something mm -hmm. makes a statement about him. Mm -hmm what's what's in it for him am i right that he wants somebody that's going to pop out mm -hmm. babies is he looking for you know mm -hmm. someone super attractive to have on his arm i mean again mm -hmm. I, I just think we can't make big generalizations about people they're everybody's different no, no i agree i agree it's I like because like me personally women... <laughs> mm -hmm. no no i'm sorry Older women often uh, look for younger men. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why yeah. is that? <laughs> Why do you think? Um, sexual attraction, sexual desires. Just, you know, a boy toy. <laughs> but you, you put a I negative think, you know, on it. It's, it's sometimes... No, I don't mean it in a negative way. Yeah. Mm. Well... No, no, I don't mean to me. Way. I mean, well, because it could be somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with energy and enthusiasm, because yeah. sometimes a man your own age is more interested in talking about his aches and pains than in talking about what he's going to do yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it, that's true. it depends on the man, you know? If you are with somebody mm -hmm. who's got, let's say, arthritis, um, there are all kinds of ways to work around those things and, and good stuff happens. 
But if you are more preoccupied mm -hmm. with my back hurts and my knee hurts and my toe and my, you know, and that's what you want to talk about, you, you don't want to talk to me. Mm -hmm. And so you, you might say <laughs> a younger person would have different energy, different interests, you know, um, it, it really depends on the person, what they're interested in. No, it does. You know, and mm -hmm. like, we stigmatize age differences. Yeah. And, and I don't think we should do yeah, that. Yeah. No, 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 I, I see what you mean. Because like when, when I was in college, my best friend in college in Atlanta, when I was 18, 19 years old, my friend, I don't want to say his name because I have him on Facebook, but he knows who he is. He, um, when I was 18, 19 years old, he only dated women over 30. And he's always telling me, Manny, you got to date these 30-year-olds, I'm telling you. He said, yo, mm -hmm. this sex drive is way higher than the girls our age. And he was like, man, these girls, like, they know what they want. They don't play games. They're straight to the point. They cook for you. They clean. I'm telling you. So I actually, so I took his advice and I experimented with that <laughs> a little bit. So mm -hmm. when I was 24, I actually dated a woman 39 when I was 24, mm -hmm. she, she was 39 going. And that was like the largest gap that I had. Mm -hmm. And me personally, I don't like younger women. I just don't, you know, mm -hmm. like my, my little sister's eight years. If you're my sister's age or younger than her, I, I can't, I can't mess around with you. You're right. just a kid to me. You know, it's like, because my sister was always like a daughter to me. She was always my baby mm -hmm. sister. So mm -hmm. if you're her age, in other words, you're just a baby to me. You're a child to right. me. So I personally I always dated women older or my age. I, I, I don't like again, women that are like 20, but, 20 old. But that's because you're comfortable in your skin. You're not trying to prove anything because mm -hmm. you know someone older than you is, is just from a maturity perspective could be ahead of you in, in a lot of things in life. And you're mm -hmm. comfortable with that. The challenge doesn't get to you. Your ego isn't injured. Mm -hmm. And and I think when people understand that about themselves, they look for partners that can be partners. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes with a 40-year-old woman, the 25-year-old man is just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, what I was I mean, that, that was, to put it this way, that was one of the best partners I've ever had, man. I was 24, 25, she was 40. And yeah, I, 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 mean, I had a grand old time, we'll just say that. <laughs> well, and see, because you taught each other. Mm -hmm. And and that, to me, is is the wonderful thing about a, a, a mature relationship, that each of you is bringing gifts to the table. Each of you is challenging each other, you're teaching each other. And so the stimulation stays, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it. Nobody, I don't think, anybody mm -hmm. wants to be something that's the same old, same old all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. Well, with her, the only reason, like she ended up breaking up with me because she felt bad because, you know, I didn't have kids, I still don't have kids. But she was like, you know, she had her tubes down and she was like, it's not fair to you. Like, you deserve to start a family. And if you're with me, I'm just going to keep you from ever. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's why it didn't work out. But if it mm -hmm. wasn't for that, I, I probably would have been married with her by now. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, she, she was in love with me, you know. She was. But were you, did you agree with her that you would want children one day? 
Um, I agreed with her in a sense, and I didn't agree with her in a sense because, you know, when when you're when you're in love, at, in the moment, you're just like I don't care. It, it, it don't matter. Like I was telling, it don't matter to me. But who knows? Let, let's say we stay together, and uh, 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 at this age now, ten years later, I, I could have been like, man. I don't have any kids, and I, and and she can never give me kids. And who knows? Maybe you it, would, it would. You could adapt. You could adapt. Yeah, I yeah. Cause like my father, my father, my father's wife is tw is twenty years younger than him, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they and they're adopting, right now. Mm -hmm. You know, cause she actually doesn't have kids, and and mm -hmm. they're they're going through the adoption process now. You know, I mm -hmm. even had the adoption agency. They had to call me. You know, you have to go through. You know, they had to ask about me, ask about my father, and this is that. So they called, uh -huh. me, called all my siblings, and you know, and my, you know, my father, he's he's uh, how old is my father? He's like sixty four. Yeah, he's sixty four now, and his wife uh -huh. is like forty four. His wife is uh -huh. closer to my age than she is the age, you know. But and it, he's it's, happy. It's, you know, it's, I don't I don't judge him. And yeah, he's they, happy. They're happy. So you know, I, yeah. and that's what yeah. matters. Yeah. Age is just a number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't judge. Like, I, I, I understand the, the notion of okay, you know, a woman that's twenty-one years old, attractive, no kids. I mean, she feels like powerful. Like the world is hers. You know, like these mm -hmm. Instagram models that have ten million followers. I mean, their egos have to be just through the roof. I get that, but you know, I would never speak like ill will to anybody you know if you're mm -hmm. 40 years old and you have i'm not gonna tell you that you will never be able to find a man i mean i, I can you can be realistic with someone and say look if you don't find that young man that has all this money and want to be with you you know it's okay but i'm not gonna say that it's impossible i'll just say you know you you might want that but if you, if you don't get that you, you can't beat yourself up for it you know right i think that that's that's the important thing like if like people people you know we have our desires but we're not obligated to those desires you know it's so like what would you, you might want a certain type of thing. Mm. yeah i'm yeah. so what would you say to um a woman in her 60s or 70s who is still out there and still wants to be with somebody there are lots of women that the husbands <laughs> die or the, or whatever <laughs> And they're like, mm -hmm. you know, life goes on. What would you say to them? Mm -hmm. They deserve love too. You know, you don't stop being a human just because you're older. You still right. have feelings. You still have emotions. You still need. Um, mm -hmm. You know, my uncle, my uncle turned 70 last month and he's married. You know, mm -hmm. they've been married a long time, but married since I think he was in his 40s, you know. So she was also in her forties, and the same mm -hmm. thing. He, his wife now, her husband passed away, you know, years before. So here she was, a, a woman in her forties, and she met my uncle. So, and she had two kids. So what, what, what was I supposed to say, or what was anyone supposed to say, or what was my mother supposed to say? You can't marry my brother because you have two kids, you know. So you know, and they've been married since I want to say I was nine years old, maybe. Wow. so and and you know I'm, and i'm 34 so they've been married a long time so mm -hmm. so now that i think of it yeah so that means he was in the 50s then yeah because i was like 
20 years ago. So yeah, my uncle was probably already in his 50s. So, um, so my point is, yeah, you know, a woman that's 60, 70 years old, she deserves, she deserves love. I would never say that you don't deserve love. I, you know, even for my mother, I would never say, you know, I, I want my mother to get remarried. You know, mm -hmm. I would never tell her like, you, you should marry, you're too old. You know, my mother, how old is she now? She'll be, yeah, she'll be 60 next year. So mm -hmm. she, she could still get married. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, mm -hmm. I would love for her to get remarried. So you, you never stop deserving love. Things mm -hmm. happen, you know, especially, you know, no one controls if your spouse died. You can't just say once your spouse died, okay, so that's it. You can never get married ever again. It, that's, it, that's not fair. Right. It's not fair. It's not fair. And like, for example, you know, uh, um, when my sister was in elementary school, her best friend's mother, um, she, she was married. She had, she had three kids and I, her first husband, I think passed away or the second husband, one of her husbands passed away. So she was married, if I'm not mistaken, three times. Mm -hmm. It could have been twice, but my and she met a guy who married her, even though she already had two kids and gave her a third job, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I can't say that she didn't deserve to get remarried or to find love, you know, especially for the fact that her, um, her, her husband passed away. You know, I, I can't say that. I mean, even my grandmother, my mother's mother, you know, my mother's mother had eight kids in total. And my, my mother is the seventh and my mother passed away. I mean, my mother's father passed away when she was two years old. And mm -hmm. my mother's mother still ended up remarrying and had one more child after my mother. So my uncle, my mother's little brother, is the eighth child. Wow. And so this is a man that married my grandmother who had seven kids. <laughs> That's great. And he still married my grandmother and gave her an eighth child, you know. So I would just seeing that in my family, I can never say someone don't deserve right. it. I mean, granted, my, my grandmother, you know, she was a very attractive lady. You know, she was like supermodel type lady. She had like green eyes and you know she was she had like uh brown curly hair i mean she she was like you know back in her day she was just you know the talk of the town so to speak so mm -hmm. so i mean that that could have helped so speak. you know like i see pictures of when she was 30 40 years old and she she's she looked good for her age so mm -hmm. maybe that that could have helped but at the end of the day at the end of the day she was still able to get remarried with seven kids, seven kids. Like my mother is literally the seventh child <laughs> and she has a younger brother. And she was married to him until she passed away. Mm -hmm. You know, until my grandmother passed. So yeah, so my, the, the youngest out of the eight kids, you know, his, his father married his mother who had seven kids. So, you know, I, I know that there's people out there, they say that there is, no hope for a woman once she reaches a certain age and once she have kids um i would never i would never say there's no hope but i would also i i wouldn't like um give a false expectation and say that you know you can get any man you want 
um, is is great if you get the man that you want. But you know, there are some men who don't date women with kids, and that's fine. But there are some men who have no problem dating with women with kids. I personally, I date women with kids. I probably dated more women with kids than women who don't have kids. I can only think of two women off the top of my head right now who I've dated who didn't have kids, literally, and I'm mm -hmm. 34 years old. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, I think I, I think again, it's, it's a personality thing. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, a lot of people they like. There's a lot of shaming going on. You have one end people saying that a man that dates women with kids, you're a simp, you're this, that, third. But then you have another group of people, they're saying that you ain't a real man if you're not willing to date a woman with kids. I think both are incorrect. You're, you're just your own person. You're your own individual person. If a man wants to date a woman with kids or if a man don't want to date a woman with kids, that's his prerogative. It's his personal choice. That's fine. If a man doesn't want to date a woman with kids, that's fine. Don't Just don't lead her on. Don't manipulate her. Don't get her right. thinking that, you know, leave her alone. A man that you, you are okay with dating a woman with kids, that's also your prerogative as well. That's your own personal decision, your own personal choice. And no one should tell you that you're in the wrong for doing so. That's right. just my personal. Right. I would agree with that. Any more comments, questions? Yeah. Um, let's see. Man, Sam, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going on a on a rampage here. You got like four or five comments. Uh, well, he got like four or five comments. I, I, I'm not, I'm not even gonna bother reading his comments because I, I don't even, I don't even want to know where you're going. We'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let that one sit out. What's Does anyone theme? else have any comments? What's the theme huh? of what he's saying? What's the theme of what he's saying? You know, the same thing that we were saying, and you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want anyone to, uh, you know, get offended or anything. So, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you know, nothing against him. If you know, you're free to, to have these, um, these uh, sentiments. And these feelings, or you know how you feel, that, that's perfectly fine. You know, I mean, I I know Sam personally, so you know I already know his 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 mentality. Mm -hmm. You know, and and we are different. You know, Sam, I know Sam, I know you personally. You don't date older women, but I personally do, and we're the same age. Mm -hmm. um, but um. But again, I think so, so. Maybe he has some things that he maybe could learn. Yeah. Because it sounds like he's making a judgment, but you know he's either had a bad experience or no experience, and either way, you know you you don't close off opportunities to learn. Yeah, yeah. Me, me personally, you know? I'm a very open-minded person. Um, no, I can tell. Yeah. I'm saying for him. But yeah, you know, yeah. like you said, you you know him, so I'm gonna leave it up to you to yeah, decide yeah. if you want to bring <laughs> him into this or not. I don't know. Sam, yeah, Sam, if you Sam, comment if if you want to join the live stream, or if you don't, you know, let us know. Didn't he say you know, he was, a lot for me to Was go he through. the one that was at work? No, no, that's that's another person. Okay. 
Yeah, that was, uh, who was it again? It was, it was someone else. I know it wasn't Sam because Sam just came in. But, you know, I, I think, I think um, you know, as human beings in general, we just have to, um, we can't, we can't be so judgmental. Um, mm -hmm. We have this notion, men are supposed to do this, women are supposed to do that. Women are mm -hmm. supposed to date a certain type of man, men are supposed to date a certain type of women. I mean, even, you know, like, for example, um, back to Derek Jackson's wife, I think part of the reason why she's staying is because of the pressure that it's like, as a woman, you're supposed to be with, you know, a powerful, successful man and with money and the whole nine yards. Um, so I think there's probably pressure on, on her end that her whole family is probably like, the guy's a millionaire. Why, why would you? <laughs> I mean, the guy literally is a millionaire. Yeah, but so what? Yeah, exactly. It's like, so what? You know, it's like people, we put too much pressure on people, but at the end of the day, you have the final say of your choice. Everyone has the, the final say on their own choice. And especially when it comes to mental health, you know, I, I, I'm not in anyone's head. No one is in my head. Like, whatever mm -hmm. you're dealing with in your, in your own head, you're suffering by yourself. Right. You're suffering by yourself. So that's why it's important for people to, like, not take too much critique from other people like you could take uh, uh, uh suggestions or advice from people but when people are telling you you shouldn't do this or you have to do this i think it's wrong you know people have to be themselves you mm -hmm. have to be yourself like i think like for example a lot of men you know some men they're just naturally ladies men right but then you have other men that's just not who they are but mm -hmm. at a young age you know, I remember ever since, you know, middle school, high school, you know, if, if a group of guys are hanging out, right, an attractive girl walks by, someone was designated, like, go talk to her, go talk to her. But if you're not like a, 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 a ladies man, you're not like a confident person, you can't just like talk to a girl, get her number, just, you know, just like that. But the thing is, the guy, if a guy was designated, like, go talk to her. You can't come back to the group and say you didn't get her number because then you was just like you're you're a clown you're a lame or you're a wuss you're this you're that and the third but it's like if that's not who you are that's not who you are other men you know they're more outgoing they can just go up to anyone and just talk to a random girl get her number right then and there other men can't do that and that's okay if that's not who you are that's not mm -hmm. who you are you know me personally i'm not a shy person and I, one time I, I, I was at a, I was at a club one time and this attractive girl walked by me and I just, you know, and I said something to her and I started talking to her and then she laughed. And then the guy next to me was like, how the hell do you do that? Like, you just, you're just able to just go up and just talk to a girl you don't know. I said, yeah, I, I don't know. She's a person. She's just I'm a, person. a person. He's like, I've never yeah. been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just like that in general. I can strike conversation with random people. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I, I used to live down south. I lived there for eight years. I could be at, at the Kroger line, at the Publix line, and just start chopping it up with some random person. And we just start talking, having a grand grand old conversation. I'm just, that's just who I am. I'm just a social person. My mother is mm -hmm. very social. I'm the same way. Some people, mm -hmm. they can't do that. And that's mm -hmm. okay. But we can't put the, this precedent on men where you have to be able to just get any girl at any time, at any place. 
some men cannot do that. Like that guy, he said, dude, I'm like, I think he was, like, I think he said he was like 44 or somewhere around there. He's like, dude, I'm 44 years old and, I, and, I, and I've never been able to do that. Till this day, I can't do that. How the hell do you do that? You got to show me. I'm like you either can or you can't. If that, and the worst part is, I think the guy had a girlfriend. So if, why, it shouldn't even matter to you. You have mm. a girlfriend and you got her some way, somehow. Probably because you y'all were friends first or whatever the case may be. You don't need to be the guy that can just talk to any girl. Right. Don't worry about that. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. It's a lot of dudes that pretending to be something that they're not. You know, mm -hmm. you see that all the time. You go to the club, guy, he's going up to every girl. He just getting rejected left and right because that's just not who you are. Then you got the other guy. He's just a smooth talker. When I lived in Atlanta, I had this friend named Will. I mean, he was literally the biggest ladies' man, biggest smooth talker you ever met in your life. One day we're at a we're at a club, and there was this girl. I mean, she was like Coke bottle shape. I'm I'm gonna tell you like this: every single guy in the club tried to talk to her, and every single guy, including myself, got rejected by her. Will just sat there and just laughed at all of us. Every guy that tried to talk to her, he just laughed. The next thing you know, he went up to a couple guys. He said, "Watch this." He went up to her. Next thing you know. He was uh, at the bar with her and her friends buying them drinks. And everybody, the whole club, every guy was sitting there scratching their head like, how the hell did Will do that? <laughs> I mean, everyone was confused. But it's like, that's just in his nature. He's just a ladies' man. He just had that aura. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, he started dating her. So, but that's okay. But if that's not who you are as a man, stop pretending to be that. Stop pretending mm -hmm. to be the tough guy. Stop pretending to be, you know, if that's not who you are, that's not who you are. You know, some, mm -hmm. some guys, you know, like you can grow up in the toughest, toughest neighborhood in America and you're still not rough and tough. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's right. okay. Right, exactly. Because exactly. that's just not who you are. You just, you just have to be yourself. I think that's, that's like the most important thing in life is, is to, to be yourself, man or woman. Just, just be yourself. And, and especially, you know, even with, you know, women, like if you are tough, be tough. Exactly. You know, don't don't sit there and play the doormat. You know, I, I think it's wrong. Yeah, you know, women do have this this whole thing. People act like women. They just you're a rude bitch just because you know you know how to put your foot down and you know how to exert yourself. You're assertive, and that, I don't know. They ain't nothing wrong with that. That's who she is. That's who she is. If you don't like it, if you can't handle it, then just stay away from it. That, that's it. That's all there is to it. So it goes back wrong with to that. how we socialize men and women boys mm -hmm. and girls to be like you're saying to mm -hmm. be who they are to feel comfortable in their own mm -hmm. skin because i think mm -hmm. what breaks down in relationships is that people may be trying to be somebody else you know uh, that's women exactly what this. don't always feel that they can express themselves to say what they want and men have these preconceived ideas about what women want and so you've got these two almost mm -hmm. like foreigners trying to figure out what the other one wants. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and it's and it, was, okay. and and it doesn't, yeah. So I can't wait yeah. to read your book and because it, it, I'm it, it, sure it, it, it's gonna have lots of suggestions for people about this. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Oh, it's, it's gonna be a full blown series. Oh yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be a full blown series because there's so much to talk about in this in the topic and the subject that you can't fit it all in just one book. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's just 
there's just so much to it. And, you know, but I think the most important thing for people to understand is one, being yourself. And two, I think people have to understand that self-respect and selfishness is two different things. Yes. Self-respect and putting people down, that those are two different things. Like, for mm -hmm. example, I was, I was listening to a, a clubhouse room earlier today and this girl, the way she was talking, like I, 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 in our last conversation, I talked about this where uh, like you have men that feel as though the relationship should be based around them. And you also have women that feel as though the relationship should be based around them. <laughs> and that's, that right there is not a relationship worship, you know, and you have these, you know, a woman that feels as though, you know, he has to pay all the bills. You have to do this. You have to do that. And she didn't have to do anything because, you know, she's a prize. Like treating someone like a queen and spoiling someone like a queen is two different things. I believe mm -hmm. you have to treat people like a queen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, especially, you know, with uh, um, the self-esteem issues in the black community, you know, there's the whole awareness of people referring to each other as kings and queens instead of the B word and the N word. And I agree right. with that hundred percent. Yes, king, queen, but you can't spoil someone like a queen. You can't like, you know. Bow down. <laughs> you, you can't sit there and worship someone. You can't bow down to them. A woman that, that has self-respect, it means that she's not gonna tolerate a man disrespecting her it doesn't mean that she feels as though the world revolves around her and that everything is owed to her and right. the same thing with a man it just means confident in who you are as a person it doesn't mean that you own the world and that the world belongs to you and that's the problem that a lot of people have where mm -hmm. it's like it's almost like a movement you know you see these instagram girls they feel as though you know they have millions of followers and they feel like though they just better they they're better than life they're better than everybody, you mm -hmm. know they're just too good for everybody. No, you can have confidence, you can have self respect, but it don't mean that you can just put other people down, and it don't mean that the world is just doing a gravitation around you. It doesn't work that way, and I think a lot of people don't understand the difference between self esteem and and you know being full of themselves. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. <laughs> you know, and I think that's, yeah, I, I think that's something that seriously needs to be uh, um, addressed. It, there's a lot of vanity going on where it's, it's like people really make everything about themselves. People, like selfishness is at an all-time high, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. it's... I think that's true. Like, how, how, do, how, do we, how do we fix that as a, as a community? Well, I, you know, it's an interesting idea. Some people really think about service, thinking about others. You know, we're, we're in a, a very pivotal time in our country um, mm -hmm. where people have to know that they can stand up for themselves. But I think because of the ugliness that's going on, more of us are talking about civility and like you said earlier, treating people like you want to be treated. And so I think in, in our relationships, we model that. If I'm talking to someone and they mm -hmm. start yelling at me, I say, I, I can't hear you if you're yelling. 
we're having a conversation. Mm -hmm. When you calm down, you, you come find me and we'll continue this. I don't yell back. Mm -hmm. I walk away and mm -hmm. just say, you calm yourself down, then come find me and we'll continue. So I've made a statement. I think <laughs> how we model for people how we want to be treated. If, if someone says something that I feel disrespects me as a woman, disrespects me as a person, as a black female, I feel it's my right, my responsibility to correct them. So mm -hmm. it's, it's how I do it though. I'm not screaming and hollering. I'm not cursing and carrying on. I'm explaining, this is how I expect you to talk to me. But I think mm -hmm. more of us need to have those conversations with ourselves and then actualize them. I think that mm -hmm. music has a role to play because in the music, listen to the words, listen to the things that people say. Um, I, I think we have to start mm -hmm. looking at music. We have to look at culture. Um, I, I think it starts with each of us to say, I want to be different. I want to be a better person. And so I have to show the next person how I want to be treated. I always say, nobody can love you unless you show them how you want to be loved. Because otherwise, mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. otherwise it's guesswork. So in a relationship, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, if I cook Caribbean food and you like Indian food, then you need to tell me so that I can figure out a way to incorporate my Caribbean into your Indian. Cause you're not gonna eat my Caribbean mm -hmm. if that's not what you like, you see? And so mm -hmm. it's a mutual respect kind of thing. If, if for example, I would find it difficult to deal with a man who didn't like sports because Saturdays mm. and Sundays, that's a big part of what I'm doing. Sometimes Monday night, Thursday night, you know, that's a big thing for me. So if he were to say, well, no, I like mm -hmm. fishing. I'm not into sports. There would be a lot of time that we wouldn't do something together. You see? Mm. Um, and so I know that about myself. If somebody said, well, I'm not a, I don't really like music. I don't like dancing. Those are important things to me. Mm -hmm. So in the conversation, I would find out whether or not they're open to listening to music. Maybe we could listen to different kinds to see if maybe he's just not been exposed to music that he likes, would he like to try mm -hmm. or you know, could he go to a dance even if he didn't get up on the dance floor? You know, it wouldn't mm. be something we have to do every night, you know, or every weekend, but sometimes. And and I think if a man likes fishing and I don't like fishing, but I like him, I would learn to try to go fishing. So it's it's working it out, mm. the things that we have in common and the things that we're different, you know? Um, mm. And for me, sex is, is involved in that. If I'm gonna be with somebody mm -hmm. who feels like he's finished, that's not working. 
you know i so <laughs> so so those are conversations i want to have early on to to know mm -hmm. can we are there enough things that we have in common are there enough things that we enjoy together that we can build on those mm -hmm. things to bring in some things that maybe we don't have in common but if we start off mm -hmm. with major things that we don't have in common mm -hmm. i don't know i don't you know <laughs> well jerry those wise words absolutely absolutely those are some wise words from dr monica hayes you know <laughs> I, you know I, I think it's um yeah it, it's uh i think i think uh people have to understand um what's the word i'm looking for compromise yes um there are yes. some things miserable some things that you know it's just like uh where is it? i know i have it here somewhere there's that saying um god grant me the serenity the serenity prayer yes except the yeah, things I trying to be except the things I right. cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I think that's one of the key you know, uh, ingredients in a relationship. People need that serenity mm -hmm. to accept what mm -hmm. they can't change, and they need the right. to, you know, there's some that you can work out. There's some things that you can't. You know, that man who's abusive, who's cheating, that's not something that you can change. What you, you need change is first the response. wisdom to understand. You change your response to exactly. it. Exactly. If somebody is hurting you, yeah. you get the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. Get out. Get you out. You gotta get out of there. And yeah. Yeah. And and I that's that's I think that's I think that's what's hurting women more than anything, especially black women. Where people that's the advice that they give her. They give a woman who's being abused or who's being who's cheating, oh, you just have to fight harder, you have to try harder. You have to say, and this doesn't have to be a guy who's a millionaire. You know what I mean? It's just a regular average Joe. You know, that's one thing. You have these celebrities, they cheated, and he's making millions and she stays. But then you have the regular average Joe that works at Walmart and, you know, and he's abusing her, or cheating on his girlfriend. Church, you know, pray on it. Yeah. Talk to God. God helps those that help themselves. You exactly. Exactly, and people, out. you have to. Mm -hmm. When you love the Lord and your woman, you enjoy compromise. It's satisfying. Preach, Jerry Rico. Preach. What? You know, I think. Uh, um, I think. It, Wait, say that again. Is when you love the Lord and your woman, you enjoy compromise. It's satisfying. Oh please! What does it mean? So, compromise. Okay, so, you should take it if he decides to beat you up. I hope that's not what he meant. Jericho, if you don't mind, please elaborate. Dr. Hayes can understand what you're saying. So I hope he's not in, talking in reference to what, you know, that, but I hope he's talking in reference to just compromising in general. Because he, um, he didn't say men know, and women. Men and women mm, who follow the Lord mm, believe in compromise. He said, women. Oh, yeah. Where's the man? Okay. Okay. Where's the man? You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Um, so, so please elaborate. <laughs> you know, we, we can't get Dr. Hayes upset here now. Come on. No, no, no. Elaborate here. 
no, no, no. The bottom line is, and you have said it oftentimes tonight, it's about men and women, women and men. Men and women. And he's saying, 100%. a woman who follows the Lord believes in compromise. I'm saying men and yeah. women and women. believe in compromise, not just women. Okay. Okay. Well, he said, he said, no, I guess so. that's not what he, what, you know, what he was saying, you know, about, you know, I guess we, we, we misunderstood him, but the, the most important thing, basically happy wife, happy life. Oh boy. Don't let, uh, the, uh what was his name? The guy that was here earlier. He, he, he strongly opposes he said the same thing. The happy yeah. But what so do they mean? What we was talking about earlier. Is, yeah. See, I mean, see, I disagree with it. it. It's happy spouse, happy house. Both parties have both to be happy. Both parties, absolutely. Uh, I think the other, both parties. Yeah. I, I, think, I think part of the thing is men don't understand what happiness means. So you have a lot of men, he's not happy in his relationship, but he can't, like, he can't diagnose the fact that he's unhappy because he just doesn't understand the, the emptiness that he has. You know what I'm saying? So I think, um, again, it, it, it boils down to, like we were saying, how we how we condition children. Being a gentleman is how a man treats a woman, and being a lady is how a woman treats herself. So I think it it it, it starts with that. And again, it, it's it's a dynamic of of both man and woman. It's both mm -hmm. masculine and feminine. And it's you. you it's yin and yang. At the end of the day, everything in life is yin and yang. Everything is right. about balance. Once something is out of balance, there's destruction. Right. So you have to have balance. And in order to have balance, people have to understand the true meaning of equality. And I think people, they misinterpret, you know, what equality means. You know, mm -hmm. as a man, you know, like I said before, I'm a strong advocate for men's rights and I'm also a strong advocate of women's rights. Because if I'm only an advocate for men's rights, that means I'm not fighting for equality. That means I'm fighting for superiority or for exclusivity. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. I, as a man, I have to also be an advocate for women's rights. I think, you know, I think the, the two biggest problems in society are, you know, men and mental health and women and, uh, 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 physical and, and sexual, uh, um, you know, abuse and, and things like that. And, and it, it works hand in hand. I, I, I literally have like a hundred female cousins and I probably have like five male cousins. So there's no way possible for me to not understand women and, and have a, 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 a heart for women and a sensitivity for women when I have a mother, I have aunts, I have a little sister, and I have probably like a hundred female cousins ranging from age zero to 50, literally on both sides. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, I have to be an advocate for women. Again, me not being an advocate for women. But wait, let, let's test that. I wonder yeah. what, how many women are in Derek's life. That's a good question. Um, the way he's moving, he doesn't. He doesn't have respect for women. 
I don't think he has respect for women. I think he sees women as physical objects. And I see, think he's my very point sexist. Is, my point is, is it that you have respect for women because there are so many women in your life? Or were you raised as mm -hmm. a boy to respect women mm -hmm. and you have continued yeah. with that as you became a man? Because I it's, don't it's believe that, that cheaters don't have a lot of women in their lives. I think cheaters are people mm. who are spoiled, whether they're men or women, actually, because let's remember women cheat too. Mm -hmm. I think cheaters are people mm -hmm. who don't know how to say what they want or they feel mm -hmm. entitled to do whatever they want. It, mm -hmm. it really is about the person. And so I think you mm -hmm. should take credit for being a man of value to say, I respect mm -hmm. women, because that's how you were raised, regardless of the fact that you have a hundred cousins that are women, that's not the issue. Mm -hmm. You were raised yeah. to admire and respect and cherish females. And that's why you mm -hmm. do it. 100%. Absolutely. And I, I think, um, and like, you know, like, like I said before, you know, if, if, if you and I, if we're, you know, trying to, you know, going up a flight of steps with, with a couch and you're, you're holding your end of the, of, of the couch and I'm not holding my end of the couch, mm -hmm. we ain't going nowhere. Right. So I think it's important for, you know, men to be considerate of women issues and for women to be considerate of men issues. We can't only look out for ourselves i can't just say right. well that's just that's just a woman thing i ain't got nothing to do with that well i might have a daughter one day you know what i mean right. and and i have I have a sister cousins so it it affects me as well women well, issues also, affect me as well and in, men in your relationship if you're in a relationship mm -hmm. it impacts them too you know what i mean exactly okay exactly mr man it's 10 and uh, so jerry is you have more questions? Okay, yeah, yeah, we're, we're gonna, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll wrap this up. I just uh, one more comment. So Jerry says, "Men become adulterous for sex; women become adulterous for attention." Do you do you agree with that? No. No, I think it depends. Mm. Men can seek other women because they're not feeling nurtured and cared about at home and maybe sex goes with it. And I think women, mm. if the sex is boring at home or you know, they wanna try different things and maybe the husband, the, the, the partner doesn't wanna do it. So they, mm. they're curious and they wanna seek, but I think it, it could be attention seeking, but it could also be sex. It could also be mm -hmm. conversation. I'm hungry for a good conversation with somebody who's aware of the world around him or her, and I want to have somebody to talk to. And my my spouse mm -hmm. comes home and goes to bed, or my spouse mm -hmm. sits up and watches TV, or plays with the dog, or plays with the kids and doesn't talk to mm -hmm. me. So I don't think you can mm -hmm. generalize. That's what I worry about: these generalizations yeah. that all men this yeah. or all that. No, people, people cheat and they cheat mm -hmm. for different reasons. And mm -hmm. so if we understand that, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. 
No, no, no. I'm sorry. Mm -mm, okay, no, so what I was going to say was, okay, <laughs> what I think personally, I see where he's coming from, but I agree with you 100%. Because what you said, I see that more often. I think, what I think personally, remember what I said before, people, a wise man told me when I was, when I was like 17, 18, he said people cheat for two reasons, either their uh, um, character or lack of attraction. I think if a man, like he said, if a man cheats for sex, I think that's because of his character. And if a woman cheats for attention, I think that's also because of her character. But what people tend to forget is, like you said, a woman cheating for sex because the sex is boring. I don't think that's because of her character. That's because of a lack of interest. That's because of a lack of satisfaction. And a man that's cheating, not because of sex, but because, you know, she's not there for him. I don't think that's his character either. I think that's also a lack of happiness or a lack of attraction. So I, I think I think both can be correct. I think it, it, it depends on the situation. Again, like you said, it, it, we can't really necessarily generalize, but I, I think both, both, both can be correct. See, what I want from the board person is to have a conversation mm -hmm. with their partner to say, you know, we've been doing 100%. it in the bed this way, the same way all the time. Or to say, instead of complaining, put it in the positive. You know, baby, I, w I wonder, can we try, um, you, you sit in a chair and I'll sit on top of you and we'll be in the study instead of in the bedroom, mm -hmm. you know? Or mm -hmm. help me up on the kitchen counter. Let's see what we could do up there. Mm -hmm. You know, or on top of the mm -hmm. sink in the bathroom. If you can mm -hmm. have a conversation that positively suggests some different approaches, you could then mm -hmm. help your partner to say, you know what, she's down with this. You know, it doesn't have to be the same way mm -hmm. all the time, same place all the time. I, mm -hmm. I could go for that. You understand? If you are mm -hmm. a man and you're saying, I really wish she would do whatever it is, tell her that. Mm -hmm. And if it's something, 100%. you know, suck a dick. And she said, no, I can't do that. Why? <laughs> what have you heard? What have you thought? What, you know, come try mine. You know, mm -hmm. mine is yours. Come try mine. Mine is yours. Yeah. And you have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. Conversation will change so. I think so. I yeah, do. Yeah. I think, again, it goes back to the, 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 the serenity prayer, where understanding the difference between things that you can change and things that you can't. I think things that you can change is just things that are just tough. Things that you can't change is things that are toxic. But the problem is people are staying in relationships when they're toxic and it's never going to change, but they're walking right. away from relationships that is just tough. It's just a bump in the road. All you have to do is have a conversation and it would have fixed. Just like you said, a, a, a dissatisfaction in the bedroom, just like, you know, you make a suggestion, like you said, if the girl says, you sit on the chair, I sit on top of you, whatever. That's something that you can actually discuss. You can actually right. change that. People have right. the wisdom to understand what and change so something that's tough is something that is just in and out and you never have to deal with it ever again something that's toxic is something that 
10 years later, you're still dealing with that same mess. You're still dealing with the right. abuse. You're still dealing with the, because it's toxic. It's not something that's going to change. Something right. that can change, all it takes is communication. And that's right. the biggest thing in relationships that people are lacking nowadays. They just give up. They give up because it's just too tough. They give up because, you know, the sex wasn't good or whatever the case may be. But it's like, okay, would you rather have, you know, the sex can change. It can get better. But the abuse, that's not going to change. That's not no. going to But people right. are trading good sex with abuse for bad sex without abuse when it can actually change. Like that bad sex and turn into good sex. And guess what? It's not going to come with abuse. But right. that good sex that comes with abuse, guess what? That abuse is never going to go away. No, never, never. Who are, are, are going for the toxic instead of the tough. They're saying, you know, stick by your man and do all that. You can't sit there and stick by your man when the shit is toxic. Stick by your man when the shit is tough. Have the conversation. And he could kill you. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, mm -mm. I'm not for that. Yeah. So no. I think the, the three, I know, I know you got to get going. So I think, you know, to wrap it up, I think the three key takeaways is knowing yourself is understanding the difference between toxic and tough and having the serenity to know the difference and also people having a communication and just talking to each other because you can literally solve problems by just having that communication. Like if you just talked about it, it could have just been a complete misunderstanding. I go through exactly. that with my feelings. I can sit there and I'm not talking to my brother. I'm not talking to my sister. And then we just had a, a quick conversation like, wait, that's what you thought this whole time? Oh, man, it was never even like that. Oh, shit. Oh, man, hell. And problem is solved. Right. And we buzz buddies. And then it's the same It's the same thing with a relationship. It's like all y'all had to do was have that quick conversation, sit mm -hmm. down for 30 minutes, and y'all would have affected the problem. You would have diagnosed the problem, and the things would have been happy. That tough part of the, the you know, that bump in the road would have been cleared up, and y'all could have just kept on going. But people right. just walked away from something that was good. And that's, and that, I think that's something that's really, really hurting the community and walking away from right. something that's tough and not walking away from something toxic is, 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 I mean, it's just something that literally like it, it, it bothers me. It's something mm -hmm. that needs to stop. It needs to stop. Right. I agree. Cause ain't, ain't, ain't no man. It, it doesn't take a man five years, 10 years to know that he wants to marry you. It doesn't take a man five years, 10 years to take you seriously and, and want to be with you and want to, change his ways and 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 commit and all of that stuff it doesn't take that long but you have people they're just fighting and just staying and they're trying to make things work and they're trying to change him and they're trying to do all this and it never happens and all you did was destroy yourself destroy your mental health and now you bringing all that energy to the next person when 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 you finally do walk away yeah and it, it's just it's horrible and it's just sad. So yeah, that that that, that was just my, uh, you know, closing statement. Did you, did you want to say anything? You know, let the viewers know where they can find you or, you know, anything well, like that. You know, how they can follow you on social media, buy your book, or anything like that. My my website is drmonicascorner.com. My book is mm -hmm. Pure Pleasure: A Collection of Erotic Interludes. And you can email me at Hayes Educational Consulting at gmail.com. I think the work oh, right. that 
Manny, you're doing is really important to get people talking about relationships. I, I applaud what it is you're trying to do. And I think if, if we can help people to understand that owning up, confiding, sharing, being honest about how we feel about things, that goes a long way to help develop relationships and to keep relationships, whether it's a friendship or it's a partnership or it's a love relationship. All of those, I think, need the same kind of attention and caring. So blessings on you, because I think what you're doing is really important. So. I appreciate that a lot. Okay. And uh, so everybody heard, you know, Dr. Monica Hayes, make sure you follow her on social media. Make sure you buy her book. I'm going to get your book as well. And make sure, you know, you know, support, support her. I, you know, I, I, I love what you're doing as well. And I, and I, and I, and I respect what you're doing. Everybody, um, I, I appreciate everyone that, that, you know, that came in, that, that chimed in, that gave their two cents. I think it was a great conversation. It was a great dialogue. You know, so it was a pleasure speaking to you and, um, you know, best wishes. And once again, you know, enjoy the rest of your night. And, you know, let me know if there's anything else you want me to participate in. If you want to have another chat, anything, I'm, I'm always available. Like I said, I'm passionate about the subject and this is what I do. This is, this is, this is what I do. So, you know, so we'll do again, it again. Uh, blessings and best wishes. We'll do it again. Definitely. Yeah. I, Be safe. And I appreciate appreciate you uh all right have a good one you too bye-bye you've got to plug into eprn we've got the conversation we've got the sports team and our music and entertainment team brings podcasting to extremely new heights listen in to eprn.us Press the app button on the site and download the EPRN app now. You'll be listening to shows in no time. Take us on the go with you. Our app is accessible on all mobile devices and tablets. Or you can just go to EPRN.us. Your listening is worth your time. Spend your time listening to an independently owned media network. Tell a friend and listen in. Exquisite Podcast Radio Network, EPRN. Hello, loves. This is Dr. Monica from Dr. Monica's Corner. I haven't spoken with you in a while, so I hope everybody's doing okay. What I'd like to have us talk about tonight is this wonderful showing that's been on Netflix, Bridgerton. It is definitely alive and well all across social media. I'm curious, though, what you think. What's the draw? Do, do you think it's that gorgeous hunk of a male lead or maybe the period costumes, you know, with, with the, the different outfits that they wear and, and the hair and, and the, the jewelry or maybe the sex, do you think? 
It seems to be that the attraction is across generational lines, which is often difficult to achieve. So is it the man? Is it the costumes? Is it the sex? Are we seeing sex in a different kind of context? And so maybe that's what the turn on is. That's the draw that gets us to tune in. And as I have seen from social media, some are saying they've watched it more than once. So I began to think about it. And and here's, I'm going to tell you what I came up with. I think there's something else. I think that it has to do with reminiscences, remembering things from our past, maybe in the beginning of a new relationship or at the beginning of what turned out to be a lifetime with someone. Or perhaps it's rekindling for some people that there are other ways to do things, to feel about things, and maybe a hope to enhance a relationship or to begin a relationship. Am I right? Does it make sense to you what I'm saying? I really hope that I get to hear from you. And then what I'd love to do is to invite a small group of people to get together, virtually, of course, to discuss what we come up with, some of the answers to the questions that I'm going to pose to you to also to think about. For example, when was the last time one of you gave instructions to your partner before or during a sexual experience? Do you know what I mean? I want you to do this or... I'd like you to try like that, or stay right there, or press harder, faster. Do you do that? Does your partner sometimes do it to you? What do you think about that? Or how about this one? When was the last time you were asked if you liked something different that was done to you or for you? Something that was different in your time together. And did your partner ask how you felt about it? Did you like it? Was it good for you? Hmm. Here's another one. When was the last time you were undressed? by your partner. There are some scenes when the Duke undresses her slowly, particularly that initial encounter, if you remember it. And then there are other times when the undressing is feverish and hurried. Do you undress yourself or does your partner undress you? Do you undress your partner? Okay, here's another one. How often do you have sex while you're outdoors? Sometimes when people go on vacation and maybe they're on an island 
and it's a moonlit night. Have you ever done that? Or have you gone to a park or a beach outside and had sex in that situation? What are some other kinds of outdoor scenarios that maybe you've participated in that we could talk about? Let's see. How about this one? Is just oral sex enough for you sometimes? There was an interesting scene on the stairs when Simon was doing oral sex on the girl and it seemed to be very good for her. She seemed to be really enjoying it. And then she stopped him and said, let's let's go to the room and finish what we started. And it was a, a really crazy thing because he got really angry and started, you know, we're never going to do this again and all of that. But it made me wonder if there are situations when sometimes oral sex either for you or for your partner is enough. That the coming that can happen, the release could be enough this time. Or maybe you're saying we could we could do more later or I'm really tired, I can't do more or he's tired or she's tired and can't do more. Is it satisfying enough, the orgasm that you get from oral sex, whether for you or for him, for her? Is it enough? Is, is that kind of stimulation sufficient? I mean, I think about when you masturbate, you know, is that enough? Do you feel satisfied? Do you ever masturbate in front of your partner? Does your partner masturbate in front of you? Is it a turn on? Do you enjoy it? How far do you go? Do you get to the point where you're almost there but not quite and then your body's joined? Or do you bring about the release, either of you, and, and have the partner bear witness? And how do you feel about that? And lastly, nonverbal. Did you ever make love with your eyes? Maybe not so much make love. Did you ever fuck with your eyes? Letting your partner know, oh God, I really want you. I can't wait to get you where we're going or I can't wait till we can start this. That your eyes are speaking what 
your body isn't yet able to do. Or when you think about you're in a room with lots of people and maybe you're giving each other the eye or maybe there's a touch, something that says, mm-hmm, later, baby, because I want you, I want this, I want us to do. What about those non-verbals? Do those turn you on, get you going? And And what about if, you can do that, and for some reason, you don't really get to finish. Can you carry that feeling over till the next time? How do you do that? What do you say? What are the words that come to mind? I think it would be fun to sit with a group, virtual of course, to discuss this, to see, you know, People don't have to say, here's what I did. I mean, we're not talking about confession here. But if someone is comfortable, obviously, I would never stop that. But if you've talked with people or you've read about something or heard about something and you want to share and then we talk about it, I think it would be fun. I think it could be a very interesting and stimulating conversation to exchange ideas and opinions and learn something. Send me a note. Um, You guys know how to reach me. Pure Pleasure Erotica at gmail.com. And let me know, and I'll get a group together and we'll follow up. Let me know what you think. Stay safe and well. Bye for now. You've got to plug into EPRN. We've got the conversation, we've got the sports team, and our music and entertainment team brings podcasting to extremely new heights. Listen in to EPRN.us. Press the app button on the site and download the EPRN app now. You'll be listening to shows in no time. Take us on the go with you. Our app is accessible on all mobile devices and tablets, or you can just go to EPRN.us. Your listening is worth your time. Spend your time listening to an independently owned media network. Tell a friend and listen in. Exquisite Podcast Radio Network, EPRN. Hello, I'm Dr. Monica Hayes. I'm the hostess of Dr. Monica's Corner on the Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. Tune in to Dr. Monica's Corner every day on EPRN. On the weekends, you can relax and catch a matinee highlight match on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, or Sundays at noon. Highlight is entertaining, fast-paced, and has a deep cultural heritage. We are proud to bring Magic City Highlight to Exquisite Podcast Radio Network.